Spectre at number six. Crushes head like a grape. Welcome back to the Stupid and Delicious Wrestling Podcast. Hi. Hi. So, uh, people have been insistent that we needed to get our episode about what we did a couple weeks ago done. People need to get off my jock. And I was like, dude, I had a cold. Like, I hate recording when I'm sick because I always sound like shit and like my throat hurts and it's just not worth it. So, now I'm not sick, so we're recording. So, totally in, in no way related. Yeah. Uh, I don't understand why foaming hand sanitizer, $5.50. A five-pack of regular scented hand sanitizer, though, 6 bucks. Because it's foaming. It's special. I don't know. But, I mean, like, what? How, how big would you say that is? I have no idea. You... Three inches? Yeah, maybe. Versus like an inch and a half? Yeah. Yep. Sounds about right. It's dumb. Uh, do we have any life updates? My throat hurts. Yeah, fair. About it. Um, finally got the new car situation semi-handled. Not really. Yeah, I know. We're waiting to see what happens with it. Um, and school starts for me Monday. Yeah, it does. Which I'm not happy about, but... Oh, so, a friend of ours... I should make sure it sounds off. Uh, A friend of ours, who we love, and is fantastical and gorgeous and just the sweetest person ever... Yeah. ...got broken up with. Yeah. And my desire to drive to that town and punch that dude in his non-existent dick, so high. I just don't understand him as a person... Because I thought he was one person, and obviously he's not that person. So, so what's it's difficult? What's frustrating is she is like objectively a ten, just look wise alone. She also is sweet as a button. Yep. And cute as hell, and just chiropractor and midwife. So she's smart and nurturing. She's brilliant. She's super sweet. Or she's, doula. Which one did she? She's get? a doula. She's a doula. Super nice, super caring. She's just the best person I know. Yeah. She's funny. I don't get it. I don't either, but I think I think he's very self-centered and dumb. Self-centered and doesn't really think about other people's problems. Yeah, that's self-centered. So, yeah. But seriously, straight up hottie. Yeah. Along with a great person. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't really have anything else to say about that. It just confuses me. You texted me while I was in a training today. I was like, God, he doesn't deserve her. He doesn't. So, I was surprised they've been on and off four times. Four years. Four years? Four years. Makes sense. We've been here almost two Four years down the drain. And the last time we saw him, he was at our old place. 
It bums me out. Yeah, that is a bummer. Um, any any commentary from the trip to Iowa, the traveling and whatnot? Man, planes suck. Yeah, planes suck. But I do like now you can watch everything on the entertainment system on your phone for free. Depending on what flights you're on. Yeah, but if you're on a big enough flight, yes. So that was pleasant. I was like, oh. What was super frustrating? Because they used to charge you like seven bucks for the headphones to watch random clips of 30 Rack, you know? What really sucked. So we had four flights. Despite the fact that we bought our tickets at the same time, we didn't have seats together. Yeah, I don't understand that. Which sucked. And then, on our last, on our flight back. We almost missed the morning flight. Yeah, we got there an hour early and almost didn't make our flight. Yeah, I I was like three minutes from missing the plane. We made it through Dallas in less than an hour. Yeah. Without much issue at all. Yeah. But switching, fucking... Switching concourses at Dallas, too. Yeah. But fucking Iowa was like, nah, nope. Well, like I said... Fuck your shit. There's a bunch of athletes and shit, so I think there was some big, like, triathlon competition or something. People were shipping bikes and... Yeah, it was... Hockey sticks. Complicated. And, and then, do you want to... Do you want to bitch about the... Airport food. So I talked about this with my best friend yesterday. Because we we got together. We've both been going through some shit. And so we were like, we're going to get together. We're going to have dinner. We're going to, you know. Eat ice cream. Eat ice cream. Yeah. Shit talk. That's what you do with your best friend. And I always do this one particular hand motion slash gesture, whatever you want to call it, to her to prepare her. It's a visual cue that shit's about to get real. Yeah. So I did that to her. And she was like, oh, please tell. So we left. We had to get up at what? Like four? Yeah. To leave? Our flight flight was at like... Six. Six. And we were a good half hour from the airport. So we got up at like four. I take medicine that I have to eat food with. Mm-hmm. So I ate breakfast. We go through the bullshit at the airport. Barely make, make our flight. flight. Have a. They didn't even give us snacks on that flight. Did you notice they we gave just us got drinks. drinks? It was too early for snacks. Yeah, which I thought was bullshit. Yeah, we didn't get snacks. Then we get to Dallas and have a two and a half hour layover. At this point. It's like 8 in the morning. Yeah. But I've been up since 4 a.m. And I've already eaten breakfast. So it's lunchtime for me. And I'm like, you know what I want for lunch in Texas? Tacos. Yeah. I want tacos. Guess what I couldn't fucking get? Well, you could have gotten breakfast tacos. No, Doug. I didn't want breakfast food. I wanted lunch food. I had been up. For five fucking hours. And I was on lunchtime. I don't give a shit. Y'all, she was so fucking salty about this. You have no idea. I don't give a shit it's 8 a.m. in this time zone. It is lunchtime for me. And in an airport 
especially an airport that large, I should be able to get Mexican food. Twenty four like an airport that large, full menu should be available full day. Exactly. Like if you're open, I should be able to get whatever meal I'm in the mood for. Because God knows where I'm coming from. Exactly. I was like, it is lunchtime for me. 100% lunchtime for me. Yeah. We could not find lunch. Only thing that was serving lunch was California Pizza Kitchen. So I got a $15 pepperoni pizza. And I got a $13 cheese pizza. I was so mad. Like, I was, I was borderline, like... Freaking out on some airport employees, knowing it's not their fault. Yeah. But still, I was I was like, it's fucking Texas. And you were getting hangry, too. That wasn't I was, helping. I was super hangry. But I was also so fucking pissed off. Because five hours after you eat breakfast is lunchtime. I don't give a fuck what time it is. Fair enough. I was so fucking mad. <sighs> and you know what I hate? Okay, I don't hate it. I kind of hate it, and I always feel a little cheated. Brenner. I swear, your school fucked you up on that. Brenner is one of the greatest things of all time. My sister loves Brenner. It's one of her favorites. But you don't eat heavy foods for breakfast. I don't. You eat, like, light, bready things and move on with your day. Those of us who like a lot of bullshit for breakfast, I just like bread. I eat, like, nine types of bread. Like, for my birthday... I had a grand slam. That was all bread. It was. It was pancakes. Biscuit. Biscuit. Toast. Yep. And. And pancake puppies. There was something else because I chose four. What was the other? Toast, biscuit. Was it English muffin? Yes. And English muffin. Because I don't have bagels anymore. Yeah. So, yeah, I had an all bread grand slam. The woman looked at him like he was crazy. Which I get. Versus, like, the lady at IHOP, when I ordered bread, she was like, man, you like bread. The lady at Denny's was like, all right, this is a crazy person. <laughs> Clearly, you're unhinged. That's all right. Uh, I was so... Ca- in Texas, and I couldn't get tacos? I was pissed. So, I made her a deal. <laughs> Next time, we have to fly through Dallas. Because I'm sure at some point, we'll have to be there again. Well, I mean, if we go to Arizona, we'll have to fly Or if we go to Des Moines again. Either way, um, that so we'll schedule our flights late enough that she can get tacos in Texas. If we have to put like a seven-hour layover in there to like go get real tacos outside the airport, I'll do it. So what's super irritating? I had to go to Texas for a couple of, a couple of years ago for a funeral. I can't believe you didn't have Mexican. They didn't take us for Mexican, and Ooh. I was like, "What is wrong with my family?" Like when we went to Mania. Other than the shows, that was the only goal. Go get Mexican in Texas. Yeah, I wanted Mexican food and tequila, and I got neither of those. And Bowling for Soup said it best in their song, Come Back to Texas. The Mexican food north of here sucks anyway. They're not wrong. I'm not a huge Mexican guy, and I got Texas Mexican, and I was like, holy fuck, this is good. I really want to go get Mexican food now. Sorry. After the show. No, we need to eat at home. Yeah, but I want it. Okay. That doesn't mean we get it. I want it. <laughs> yeah, it's not going to work right now. Uh, I tried. I know how little is in the bank account. It's valid. Um, valid. Yeah. 
Anyway. I was so fucking angry. Yeah. You were salty. Um, also, like, flights confuse me. Because sometimes you get pretzels, and sometimes you get cookies, and sometimes they have Coke products, but then they don't have Sprite, they only have Sierra Mist. It's like, who the fuck came up with this? It made okay, no sense. Okay, so the cookie pretzel thing is just however they pack the cart. I know, but still, it, I like consistency, and it threw me off. Well. The, they were both good. Like, it's not like they were bad, but... I regretted a decision on one of the flights. So, at one point... This was the second flight when we were going from Dallas to Iowa. We were sitting across the aisle from each other. We sat across the aisle from each other and one of the aisles has... Or one of the sides has three seats and one of them has two. And Doug's ticket and my ticket, one of us had... The seat on the outside. We both had seats on the outside, didn't we? On the three side, and one of us had a seat on the outside, on the two side. Yeah. And I made a big fucking deal about sitting on the two-sider seat, because that would be less people I would have to interact with, and I was really a bitch to Doug about it. I was like, seriously? She was like, yes. Yeah, I, I just, I was not having it, and I was real rude to Doug. And then I got stuck next to a fat woman, and Doug had this very polite, svelte older gentleman, and I was like, God damn it. I deserve this, but God damn it. Yeah. I got lucky on the flights there. I didn't get lucky on the flights back. I was really irritated on our flight. The one where the lady closed the window? No, the one where the lady wouldn't close the window, and it was super fucking bright. Oh. Yeah, because she went to sleep. Yeah, and Doug... So, it was Doug and I, and it, it had to be on the last flight, because we we make, we together. asked them to sit together. Um, Doug would not reach over this woman and close the thing, despite the fact that she was asleep. He's like, it's super rude, and I was like, she's asleep. It doesn't matter. I mean, I'm not saying you're not rude, but it was so bright, and she was asleep. You could have done it. I wasn't going to do that shit. I, you got to remember how bad my balance is. If I stick an arm out like that, it was probably likely, likely for me to land on her. I would have held you. I didn't want to do that. Right, still, I wasn't going to do it. Ugh. I would be pissed if I was sleeping and somebody reached over me to close the window, so... Don't sleep next to the fucking window, if you're, or sit next to the window if you're going to sleep. Yeah. People gonna... like it, because they can lean against the wall. Oh, one of my flights had a guy, like, invading my space. I was sitting next to the window, and this guy was, like, all up in my bubble. And it was our early, early, early flight. And I was trying not to, like, invade his seat, but I'm really broad. Yeah. Airplanes are not made for broad-shouldered people. No, and you I'm, and me are both broad-shouldered. Yeah, I'm so. very broad-shouldered. I have no space when it's, it comes to, like, leg room. It's so weird because you get more space if you don't put the armrest down. If you put the armrest down, you lose a good inch of space. It's ridiculous. But, yeah, it, it, he was he was encroaching, and so I was just like, oh, big, narrow thoughts. Yeah. All right, so do we want to... Quit complaining about travel and... Never. I mean, 
We're only going on someone else's dime, so. What? For travel. Uh, it's not like yeah. we're super rich flying all over the place bitching while we sit in admirals clubs and first class. <laughs> I wish. Uh, I wish I had stupid people money. They used to offer it to me all the time. Like for free because I was in a wheelchair. Oh, you want to be close to the front? Sure. Here's a free first class upgrade. They don't do that shit anymore. Because I hate you. Oh, I'm also not little and cute. Yeah, you're not. But if I shaved, maybe. Ew, yeah, no. I know, you hate that. Ew, but no. Anyway, but yeah. all our flights were fucking, like, packed. Yeah. Um, I don't know if they have less flights than they used to or what, but, like, it used to be a regular basis. I could fly and have no one sitting next to me, which was the best because you could lay down and do whatever the hell We only wanted. had one flight that wasn't packed, and it was one of our returning flights. Yeah, it was Dallas to here. Okay. It wasn't super slam full, but, but it, it was like not full. Eighty five percent ninety capacity. There was like five or six empty seats. Yeah, versus all of our other flights were overbooked. Yeah, which I was hoping on the way back it would be overbooked so we could take Me the travel voucher. Too. We will next time. Um. All right. So while we were in Iowa, uh, we did a thing. We did a thing. Uh, it was one of my birthday presents. Correct. So, we got dropped off there by your mom's husband and your mom. Yep. And it was funny because, like, your mom's husband kind of knew where it was. Ish. Ish. So, he remotely, like, he was in the right area, but then he got confused with what the GPS on his phone was telling him, and he took us to this, like, dilapidated bowling alley. Which had the worst parking lot I've ever been in in my life. That that was awful. And I'm like, is the bowling alley a ballroom? Like, because it was supposed to be at the Valair Ballroom. It was Valair Bowling. I'm like, okay, maybe. Like, that would be weird. I've never seen a bowling alley host a wrestling show, but why well, not? you never know. That, that would be an experience in itself. Uh, well, that was not where we were supposed to be. It, it was, was across the street. It was across the street, so we figured that out. He was doing that man thing where he's like, yeah, I know where we're going, but not really. Yeah. I asked if he needed the address, and then he said no, and then he did did need the address. Yeah. But anyway, we got dropped off, um, and we, so... Which was a weird sensation. I have not, I felt like back in... Like high school, high school when I got concert. got dropped off for a date. I never got dropped off for a concert. No. Um, so my thing is here. Here's my first thing. There was no indication of like the line goes inside. We saw some girls standing outside, and we're like, "Oh, that's the front of the line." It was not remotely the front of the line. We had no idea. Um, then the other thing was. Before I say this, shout out to our friends who hooked us up, giving us really good seats. Yeah, they um, did. Because we didn't... The way Revolver works, to get in early, you have to buy a, like, $45 meet and greet. And for two people, that's too much. Um, that, especially because, like, we knew a lot of the guys already and stuff. It was like, we'll just see them at inter- intermission. Um, so, I had messaged... Revolver's Facebook and been like, 
hey, I'm in a wheelchair, just want to know if y'all have any procedures for that. Because I thought the venue might be not super accessible. Like, when we go to Grady Cole, we know we have to go to the back. Yep. That would have been the time to tell me, oh, the front of the ballroom has a buttload of stairs. (laughs) A metric fuck ton of stairs. Come to the back. They didn't tell us that. So, Kat had to pick my chair up over a bunch of stairs. Then we found the back way to go, so yeah. we left that way. But, yeah, let let people know that so we can, like, know where to go. Um, I'm not complaining. We still got there. It was still a good time. But Yeah, that was the only negative. Was yeah. That was really it. Um, so... And they ramped. What was cool is once you actually got to this one section, they had ramped down into the thing, thankfully. Yeah, it looked like... Like a very, very small, like, skating rink. Yeah. Like, the drop-off. And that's where the ring is set up and stuff. And you had to tell me, because I was looking around at the venue. Yeah, I was like, the ramp, ramp, ramp. And the thing is, I'm not going to grab Doug's chair. Which I appreciate, because that's rude as fuck. For future reference, <laughs> yeah. you're dealing with someone in a wheelchair, don't grab their chair. Because they're probably going to fall out if you grab their chair. Yeah, so I was like... It. I'm going to try to warn you, but I'm not grabbing you or your chair. So, either get it together or face plant. I'm weird because I don't like... I'm not into architecture or anything. But when I'm in a new venue, I kind of like to like look around and take it in. You know, there's sometimes you roll into a barn and you're like, Got it, it's a barn, I'm done. Let's get to the wrestling. But, like, this is a really old, legendary concert venue in Des Moines. So here's the thing. Yes. You stop, look around, then continue. You yeah. don't look around and continue. Yeah, I I, I did not evaluate. That's that. how you run into things. Yeah. Um, also, another thing that I didn't love about the setup was all the gimmick tables were up elevated. Stairs. So you get to them. I understand. Like, that keeps it out of the way. I get that. But either ramp it or, like, have some staff be like, hey, man, let us know when you want to go to the gimmick tables and we'll get you up there. You know? Um, yeah, because there, there was a guy in a power chair. Yeah, there, I, we were not the only handicapped people there. There were several. There were at least, at least one three. or two other yeah. people in a manual chair. Yeah. So, uh, pre-show, anything you want to... Talk about. So it was pre-show when Sammy came out and was talking? Yes. So, Sammy Callahan, who I love and have missed dearly. Please come back to North Carolina. Yeah. Um, came out and was talking and they had... It was all, like hyping up the crowd yeah. kind of stuff. Had all these issues with the microphone, but... Which was hysterical. To watch Sammy lose his shit over the dying microphones. I mean, I get it. It's irritating as fuck to deal with, especially as a boss. Um, but he looked out into the crowd, and Sammy had seen us coming in. And yeah, like, and he knows where we're from. Yeah. At least the general idea of the Carolinas. Yeah. Saw us coming in, acknowledged us, like... Specifically with spoke his, to us. Yes, yeah. with his voice, not just like a knowing head not, nod. Not, hey man, what's up, head nod. Yeah. yeah. But he comes out and he's talking and like hyping up the crowd and he looks over to his 
right and he sees a guy and he's like shout out to this guy coming all the way from chicago and doug and i both were like fuck chicago we came from south carolina chicago's not that far from iowa that we, was bullshit we came a thousand fucking miles we it's a 14 hour goddamn drive not that we drove but we were from the furthest away yeah let's just put that up well maybe not there was one there were two talent guys who were oh yeah but fan wise but fan wise i have no doubt we were in this distance you know what was really nice this crowd was your typical wrestling crowd there were a fuck ton of women in this crowd fuck ton of women and no wooing was occurring yeah. before the show. I was like, ooh, this is nice. This is nice. No random people just wooing because they think Ric Flair is going to be here. Yeah, it was... I um, really enjoyed it. Like, I'm cool with wooing after a chop. That's that's just part of wrestling. I'm, yeah, totally acceptable. Tom. That's total. That's the only tribute Ric Flair needs. We don't need to woo unless he's actually there. All right? But let's just... Leave I don't think that. that's a thing other places. I think that's that, just a thing It's a southern here. thing. Yeah. It's Flair country. Speaking of which, if you are interested, Ric Flair is coming to a meet and greet in Greenville. If you're hearing this and want to know about that, send us a DM and I'll send you details. Miranda also sent me a thing. She was like, oh my god, Kane's coming. And I'm like, oh my god, don't care. Why is Kane coming? Oh, big time? Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to big time for Kane. I will never go to big time. Not again. Not again. I did it once. It was awful. I'm trying to think. Is there anybody left? I would go to big time for. Probably not. No, because I don't think they'll ever release Daniel Bryan. So, that would be about it. Because I already got Sting, I already got Flair, I already got Mick Foley. Scott Hall. I would go for Scott Hall. Alright, there you go. Yeah. I won't go. Scott Hall and X-Pac would make me go. Those are my last two from, like, my childhood. You know who was from my childhood wrestling-wise? Nobody. Not a goddamn person. (laughs) So, Revolver has a really cool setup with, like, these chain link fences and shit, and they have a video screen, and I really liked you could hear everything. That was nice. They have a very good sound system. Um, But they played the same video over and over and over, and it was, like, 10 minutes of content, maybe, maybe 15 tops. So, for those of us who got there early to, like, get settled and stuff... We saw that video a lot. Me. Um, I know it's just trying to catch everybody up and people are coming in at different times, but I was like, huh, this is weird. Me. Um, so, yeah. They had alcohol, y'all. They had alcohol. They had snacks, like significant snacks. Yeah, they did. Um, just <laughs> one of the things we noticed, this is the first time we've gone to a wrestling show significantly outside of our area area yeah and people had those like what what would you call those boats oh like the the snack containers yeah you know when you go to like a skating rink or a bowling alley and they give you the red and white checkered boat boat of food yeah so it was those of popcorn yeah i was like the fuck <laughs> It was the weirdest mundane thing to see because everyone was just like, yeah, this is normal. And, and I was like, and it's Iowa, so corn's a big fucking deal. <laughs> it 
it was the weirdest way to present corn, in my opinion. Because, yeah. like, funnel cake in that yeah. makes sense. Fries, corn Chicken dog fingers. makes sense. Popcorn. Not so much. Didn't make sense to me. Yeah. That was definitely different. Um, yeah. I'm trying to think of anything else from pre-show. That That's about it, like, pre-show-wise. It was... Looking around, it it was so weird to be at a show and not know anybody in the crowd. It was. We were like, oh God, we only know each other. Like, <laughs> what do we do with this? We know each other and we know talent. And that's it. Yep. Um, you know, I didn't have any people around me who irritated me. That one guy got to me, but he was extremely nice, so I'll let it go. And I do it some. He just did it the whole show. You didn't like it because he reminded you of you. Just a better version of you. No. He was just quoting Cole and JR. There's a difference. The guy we're talking about was doing like play-by-play commentary the entire show. But he was at least funny. He, he had a couple good ones. And he, was, he wasn't doing it loud enough for anyone but like his buddy. Uh, yeah, immediate around like, him. He wasn't intentionally doing it If something didn't us. land, he didn't repeat it yeah. over and over and over. He just said it and he moved on with his... Yeah, life. it's not like he was so, cheering it. It was just I he was dicking that. around with his friend. Yeah. I thought it was pretty funny. And if I didn't enjoy it, I just tuned it out. Yeah. Um, sat next to some very nice people. The, they, like, they were totally accepting. One guy uh, told us to look them up when we come back to Iowa. I'm like, okay... Oh, the guy and his kid? Yeah. I had a guy next to me who was really nice. And, okay, you know what I like? I would say Revolver was a piece of family entertainment. But you could say whatever the fuck you wanted. But you could say fuck. Look, if I'm bringing my kid to wrestling, I should be mature enough to tell my kid, hey, that's a grown-up word, you can't say that. Yeah. If I'm trusting them enough to understand that this violence is entertainment and this craziness is a show for us to enjoy, especially because you knowingly were ta- you were knowingly taking your kid to a show with a hardcore match, yeah, with a pick your own weapons hardcore match on the card and an extreme rules match as the main event so on the card two hardcore matches, yeah, um, yeah, it was it was uh, it was refreshing. It was. Re- really enjoyed that. Really enjoyed the and fuck I out know, of I know it's just the difference between Northerners and Southerners. Like, up North, you can just say fuck in casual conversation, and even religious people won't care. It's just how they talk. Down here, it's considered rude. So fucking refreshing. And it, it's, that's one thing I will give Northerners. Being able to cuss in free-flow conversation is without people being offended, is very nice. I'm so ready to not live in the Bible Belt. Yeah, I know. But you realize the main place we're looking to move is still going to be Bible-y. Yeah, but it's not. It's a different kind of Bible-y. If you say so. All right. It is. You don't deal with Baptists there like you deal with Baptists here. It's a different kind of Baptist. Uh, it's a different you, kind of you Baptist. You and I have different opinions on that. That's it's a, a different kind of Baptist. That's the same type of Baptist. No! No. They just don't think they run the town there. Yeah. They think they run the towns here. Yeah. Um, anyway. AKA, it's a different kind of Baptist. So, 
name of the show was Afraid of the Dark, and we got a opening video that was very reminiscent of like Blair Witch combined with Are You Afraid of the Dark from Nickelodeon. You know, I've never seen Blair Witch. I feel like I should see it. Yeah. I'm gonna look it up. I'm not gonna see it, but I don't want. I'm gonna see if it's shit. streaming, and I'm gonna watch it. Okay, enjoy. That's one I don't need to see. I mean, you don't watch scary stuff. Yeah. Although I did recently. What did I watch that was scary recently? You were in the room with us while we were watching. Um... Freddy Krueger. Yeah. Oh no! I left in like ten minutes though. I didn't stay for that one. That was the modern one. I've seen the old one. Yeah. The old one's not bad. There was something else. We were watching It, which didn't bother me. No, we watched something in Iowa that you stayed in the room for. Other than... That was scary? I think so. I don't think we did. We also binge-watched some HGTV. Oh my god, we watched Love It or List It, like, all day. (laughs) It was so good. Approaching Uh, 30 is really great for me in that... Sitting on your couch and watching HGTV is a completely acceptable form of... Fair enough. You know they have shows like that on Netflix and stuff. We just have to find them. That sounds like work. It, it's not. I'll, I'll ask Marty and Sarah. They watch them all the time. I'll ask Marty and Sarah. Like, um, you can just call up Marty and Sarah. I can tweet them. <laughs> Marty, Sarah, I need some HGTV recommendations. <laughs> Alright, so we got this video. Um, I didn't really know what was going on in the video. Everybody was, like, murdering each other. Oh, yeah. That was a a funky video. I was like, what the hell is going on? It was clearly storyline from previous shows, though. Somewhat. But, like, one of the main guys in the video was debuting that night, so it didn't make a lot of sense. I liked it. It was a good video. Um, it was entertaining. But it, it was tongue-in-cheek. It, it was entertaining, tongue-in-cheek horror. And it did do some things to, like, establish some character traits. So, I'll give it that. Alright, our opener. What else? Did, we watched a scary movie in Iowa. You did. I didn't. I went to bed. Mm, we watched another one, though. I think it was after we watched Three Stooges. We watched something. Mm-mm. You went off with your mom and I watched. I swear we watched another scary movie. Not in Iowa. We watched something here. I was like, man, I'm amazed I stayed in the room for this. What was that? I don't know. I know we've been watching Stranger Things, but. I think that was, that's what you were talking about. You're like, man, I'm surprised I'm watching this. I'm going to go get alcohol. Oh, okay. Sounds good. You um, I keep talking. You keep talking. Alright, so... From... Even, like... The opening video... This crowd was hot. I thought you were going to say lit and we were going to have issues. No, I was not going to say lit. I'm not 12 years old. They straight up... Didn't stop... Booing and cheering... The entire show. Slop, pussy, or... or Shit doesn't always make sense. Uh, shit doesn't always make sense, I guess. Okay. So, Kat's getting wine, obviously. For those of you, if you heard sloth or pussy, she was not talking about deadly sins. She was talking about her wine glass. Pussy is now a deadly sin? I figured that would tie with lust. (laughs) You know, I missed that chapter in the Bible. (laughs) 
And they said, Thou shalt not enjoy pussy. Uh, so. You know what? I'm just going to pause it and keep talking when you get back. I'm back with snacks and alcohol. Woohoo! Alright, so our opening match was Ace Austin, who we have not seen in the Carolinas in, like, years. Really? It's been years? It's been a while. Years, though? I think it's been, like, two years. It's been a long time. Really? Yeah, because he... Last time we saw him was in Gastonia... Before we went back this time, like this last one we went to that I had all the stomach problems at. Yeah. So, it's been a long time. I still feel like years is... We've only been married two years and we... We have I don't know if we've seen him since we got married. Really? Yeah. Right. He's been gone a while. We right. watched him on like WrestleCon and stuff. Maybe that's why I'm... We got Ace Austin versus Chuck Mambo. Chuck Mambo is like the bridge version of No Way Jose, and it's amazing. He's also the wrestling version of Gavin Free. Yeah, he's also the wrestling version of Gavin Free from Rooster Teeth. And like they pass out beach balls for his entrance. And Mambo. That was a fucking blast. Yeah, it was. Um, I thoroughly enjoyed watching him. I would love to see him closer to home. Um, Chuck Mambo would. Because he, he's that nice balance of, like, he can do some comedic stuff and be funny, but he's also really good in ring. He was technical, he could fly, like, he did a little bit of everything. He reminds me of, like, comical David Starr. Mm. Yeah, just, like, lankier. Yeah. He did, uh, was it a crossbody that he started on one rope, jumped to the other ropes, then jumped to the outside? Doug. I think it was a crossbody. Doug. Do you remember him? Doug. What? Look who you're asking. Fair. I think it was a crossbody. But, um... How was, long ago was that? A couple weeks. Mm-hmm. But, anyway, it was... It was Was fun. I medicated? No, you were not. Okay. Or you had just started the new one and it hadn't kicked in yet. Yeah, and I'm still not up to my... I'm only at a half dose of what I should be. Yep. Alright. ADD's a bitch. So anyways, Chuck Mambo is awesome. Ace Austin is getting better and better. Like, he's always adding new stuff every time we see him. Did we think he got hurt in this match? Ace? Yeah. Uh, There was someone we weren't sure if it was a work or if it was shoot. I I think that was later. Okay. I don't remember what it was, but I think that was later. Um, but yeah, this match was a absolute blast. It was quick. It was. It was a good. But it opener. was really fast paced. But at the same time, like, given the number of guys on this show, the matches had to be a little quicker than well, some places. I there. mean, they were. They hit the ground running in that match. Yeah, but what I'm saying is like, the whole show was paced like that. Yes. Um, which isn't a bad thing. No. It's just different. I liked it. Because usually it's like fast, 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 slow, fast, 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 slow, you know. This was all fast, fast, fast. Yeah. Um, Ace is just crazy athletic. I love when he does the one-hand cartwheel thing on the apron. 
is just fucking impressive. What? There's no hooks, just stickies. There's the hook. Ah. Alright. Um. You know how long I've been staring at that? Weeks. It was on the floor, babe. I just picked it up a few minutes ago. Oh. Then it's your fault. No, it's the kitty's fault because they know. Nope, your fault. Anyway. Yeah, so Chuck Mambo, Ace Austin both need to come closer to home because this was awesome. I would watch that match over and over again. Yeah, it, it was absolute blast. If you have not watched it, it's on high spots. Go watch it. Definitely worth watching. Um, and you can't... So PWX has like its own channel on high spots. Like author of content or whatever. Revolver is only under the high spots network umbrella. So you have to go to that umbrella and then find it. Because I spent like 10 minutes trying to find Revolver. I'm like, I know they're on here. Where the hell are they? So. Was there a search bar? Yeah, I did that eventually. Did you search Revolver? No, I typed Revolver and that didn't work. Mm-hmm. Their, their search is funky. Okay. Um, I'll type in PWX and it'll give me stuff from like six years ago. When I know the show just happened. Okay. Um, but yeah, Ace Awesome Chuck Mambo was great. Our producers missed us so much while we were gone. Yeah, they were, they've been all over us since we got back. And we've been back for like two weeks. All right, next match. This is the start of week two. Mm. Next match is... It's like day eight. Since being back? Yeah. No, we were home last Friday. Oh, it's not Monday. What day is it? Wednesday. It's day ten. Okay. So we're at like a week and a half, but still. Um, next we had Jessica Havoc's open challenge. Um, I haven't seen Havoc in a long... I don't think we've seen her since QOC at Ziggy's. Yeah. Um, I don't know if she doesn't come down south very often, which would be odd, because I think they still live in Florida, but I had not seen her in a long time. She, she looks good. Yeah, she, she does look good. Um, she wasn't bad the first time I saw her. But she's a lot better now. She's a lot better, and I'm not saying this to body shame. I'm saying it as a, like, wrestling evaluation. She's more athletic now. Uh, Before, she was kind of just big. Now, she's big and athletic, and there's a difference there. Valid. She she didn't look gassed by the end of this, so. Valid. But, Um, I mean, it's been... Yeah. Years. I mean, you've been going what? Three and a half, four years now? Because uh, we've known each other for. Four. Because we started going. We started going like. Early on in our relationship. You started going in November and we started up dating in like February, March. So. Um, yeah. Anyway, so open challenge. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. Let's see who comes out. And a ginger, it was a ginger. A ginger guy comes out, and I didn't know who he was. He However, was a ginger. He was a very entertaining heel, and I enjoyed it. Um, I was surprised it was a little less squashy than I expected. I figured Havoc would just tear him up. Cat's eating chips, so we're waiting for her response. Oh, I was listening. Oh, you gave me a. Like, hold on, finger. Well, I was processing what I was thinking. 
I liked that it wasn't a squash. Yeah. I'm not a big fan of squashes, unless it's someone I just straight up hate. Right. Um, but I feel like, generally speaking, squashes, for me, don't showcase that this wrestler is super badass. Yeah. Because if they're really badass, you're going to put them against someone who's going to give them a run for their money, who they can showcase their talent against. True. If you're putting them against someone they can squash, you don't respect them. Okay. Is my viewpoint on squash. Okay. That's definitely a way to look at it, for Mm -hmm. sure. Um, Yeah, they're, like, not to talk about WWE, but they're wasting the War Raiders. They're putting them in squashes every week. It's like, this is literally... A top five tag team in the world. Yeah, and you see in your company, and you see them for a forty-five second match, Mm -hmm. and then like a minute entrance and a minute exit. Yeah, Uh, I just yeah. There, there's a time and a place for a squash. I feel like if you're bringing in like an unknown monster who hasn't been on TV or isn't that famous, like when Braun Strowman started, and they wanted him to be the monster of the Wyatt family, having him squash some people made sense. Having Nia do it hurt her. Yeah. Because she wasn't good enough to be doing it. Yeah. Um, having War Machine do it. Well, not only is a that, waste of time. but I hate when they do squashes against these, like, no name people. Yeah, local talent. Because I'm like, why should I give a shit that you squash this person? Yeah. I've literally never heard We of. only give a shit when it's a squash when they're around here and we know the people on it. Like when uh, Tracer was on and. Yeah, you give me a jobber squash, and I'm like... Other people have gotten their ass kicked. That doesn't show me that you can do anything. Yeah, fair enough. It doesn't highlight your talent. So, I would like to see more of Darren Corbin. Uh, I was intrigued by him. I really liked their in-ring chemistry. Yeah? And they worked well together. Okay. Um, Yeah, it was good. I didn't hate it. Like I said, I thought it was going to be a squash when this little skinny ginger dude came out to fight Havoc, and then it wasn't. So. I fucking love intergender matches, so yeah. I was all about That's it. That's true. I did like that, because I was halfway expecting, like, Nevea, and that's not what happened, so. Intergender! Yeah, I feel like... And good intergender, not just, I'm going to kick your ass because I'm a man and you're a yeah. woman. No Tracy Smothers bullshit. Good storytelling... I really, I loved everything about this match. Let me, let me put Also, sorry to interrupt. It's okay. I don't know how she does it. As a woman who is large-chested, I am fascinated. By how Havoc didn't pop out? Yes! Yeah. Because she used to wear, like, more full body suits. I mean, more power to her. She looks amazing. Yeah. But I'm just like... Holy God. I I would give myself a black eye. <laughs> yeah. It was impressive. It was impressive. I would have to t- duct tape these bitches down, because yeah, otherwise they're not she staying. Does. Oh. Um, all right. Ready for the next one? It always impresses me when you see large-chested women who can, like... Hold them in. Fucking go athletically. Yeah, that's true. Because it's like carrying around it's a goddamn rare. toddler on your chest. Yeah. It makes everything awful. Yeah. Understandable. Alright, anything else about Havoc and Darren Corbin? Did Darren have... No. Continue. Okay. Next match. 
a guy who's been on Impact. I had never heard of because we don't watch Impact. But he was getting a huge pop. He was debuting. He appeared to be like another MMA guy who was gone. Cross? Yeah. Yeah. Um, who has gone to pro wrestling. And the guys who are coming from MMA who get it are really fucking good. Um, Riddle is an example of that. Filthy Tom Waller is an example of that. He's ridiculously good on MLW. And Killer Cross, I gotta admit, I was impressed. Um, he's kind of the smarmy athletic heel. Like, he knows he's bigger and stronger than you, so he's just gonna fuck with you. Um, smug. He's smug. Yeah, yeah. What's the difference between smarmy and smug? Sorry, I keep asking questions while Cat has chips in her mouth. I was a Pringle duck. Yes, she was. Um, smarmy is like a skeevy, slimy, weaselly, conniving person. Okay. Smug is like overly confident, slick. I think I'm hot shit. Okay. Alright. I would say you're smug. I would never say you're smarmy. Gotcha. Yeah, because I'm not weaselly. I'm just Our president is smarmy and smug. Mm. So like heel Rollins is smarmy. But what would be an example? I would of say smug? heel Rollins is smug. Okay. I would say Um, <laughs> like Rowan um, or um, Elias are more smarmy. Okay, okay. Think like sniveling. Oh, okay, like the Harry Potter. You know, Scabbers. Yes. Smarmy. Smarmy. Smug is Snape. Yes. Got it, got it. Okay. Got it, got it, got it. Alright, so Killer Cross... Uh, <laughs> Fuck wrestling, let's go HP. <laughs> yeah. Killer Cross versus JT Dunn. I have missed JT Dunn so much. He was so much fun to watch. Oh my god, he's so fucking good. Going backwards for a minute, was it... Was it Ace Austin that was wearing a cup? Yes. So, first time out... Look, if you say you don't look at dicks when people are wrestling, you're a fucking liar. It's true. I was impressed that he was wearing a cup. I was like, A, it makes your trunks look better. Or man pants. More filled or out. Whatever you want to call them. Yeah. It's, a, it's a better line to not have a moose knuckle. <laughs> B, I just thought it was smarter in general. Uh, yeah, because then if someone goes for a low blow, I mean, it's going to sting a little bit, but it's yeah, not I mean, going to take you out of the match. Yeah. I get it. Um, JT Dunn is... JT Dunn had an adrenaline chub, which is why... <laughs> Okay, I thought of it. JT Dunn is one of my favorite wrestlers we don't see very often. He was fantastic. I always forget how much I like him. And then I see him again. I'm like, oh, God, he's so fucking good. He sells. He makes everything look good. And he's not a huge dude. No. He's pretty so smelt. for the power behind his strikes and stuff, he's just fucking impressive. Skyler wishes he was JT Dunn. Yes. Agreed. Agreed completely. Um, I would love to see JT Dunn back around here. 
Y'all, I, Doug was like drooling over JT Dunn the whole time. He was fucking love him. You were. I really do. I. You were all. About he's JT one Dunn. of those guys. Like you know when you get really into a sport, and there's a guy who's really good at it, but like big media, he kind of flies under the radar. Captain Munnerlin. Yeah, like Captain Munnerlin is one of the best cornerbacks the Panthers have ever had, and the Gamecocks have ever had, but. You don't hear him in the, like, legends talk. Yeah. Even though you probably should, because he's really damn good. JT Dunn, you don't hear in the, like, at least around here, that top indie talent talk. I mean, he should be there. He absolutely should be. Probably a top ten guy who's not signed to NXT You know right who now. would be fantastic to watch work? Mm-hmm. JT Dunn and Martin Stone. Oh, God. Why do you have to put that out there? Now right. I need to see it. Would that not be a spectacular match? Yeah, that would be really fucking good. Um, I'm trying to think... What you should say is thank you for giving me something to fantasy book. <sighs> yeah, but I know it'll never happen. You don't know that. It could totally happen. Martin's on NXT UK, though. So? Eh. Um, yeah, so this match was fantastic. One of the best matches of the night, in my opinion. Um, and w- Which is always impressive to me when there's someone in a match I don't know. And I thoroughly enjoy the match. Not only that, but when it's earlier in the show to have match of the night, it's always impressive. Yeah. Um, th- this was very close to match of the night. It, it's probably tied with another one. But, um, yeah. All right. That's all I got there. I I was surprised how much I enjoyed Killer Cross and I fangirled over JT Dunn. Would you have enjoyed Killer Cross had he not been against JT Dunn the way you enjoyed him? If he was against somebody that could have put on that type of match, yes. Because the match, you didn't know where it was going. Usually the guys like that like never sell enough to well. make you think they're going to lose. He He did the psychology right, basically. Is there were times I was like, oh shit, he's going to lose his debut. And he didn't, obviously. But it was... I, I appreciate that. Cross was kind of smarmy. Because he's real, like... Yeah. I'm going to give you a pep talk. Oh yeah, that, pretty smarmy. that was him? Yeah, that was him. Giving a pep talk to... To Dunn post-match. To Dunn. Yeah, so when Dunn lost, Cross like gave him this whole like spiel about... You know, you keep driving and you keep fighting. And my only beef with that is if you know JT Dunn's story, you know he's done that. Because um, he's come back from some pretty significant shit. So, anyway. Being but creamed it, on by you? No. <laughs> no, that's just called Friday night. <laughs> wow. Things I did not know. <laughs> So do you travel to him, or does he travel to you? We'll, we'll keep that on the down low. Um, JT Dunn, why did you not inform me of this? I'm hurt, Doug. I'm hurt. Alright, anyway. You just be bringing strangers into our house? Yep. Not even telling Sneaking me. Sneaking on behind you. That's why I really can't go anywhere on Saturdays. Because my Friday nights are JT done. Ugh, you <laughs> uh, You're just handing me garbage and I don't have... Because you're garbage! <laughs> Alright. Ready for the next one? 
I guess. Revolver Open Invite Scramble, which is one of our favorite matches every year at Pancakes and Pile Drivers. Well, we love a good scramble in general. That's true. You put like nine people in a match and it's everybody for themselves. We fucking love it. So. Because there are always good people. I've never seen a scramble where I'm like, everyone in this sucks. Yeah. You're, there's always at least four or five people who are extremely entertaining, if not everyone. Yeah. Alright, so, in the invite scramble, the current champion was Tint. Which is a blue tint that wrestles. Man Scout, Jake Manning. Steven Wolf. Clayton Gaines, who is the big muscular guy, kind of yep. reminded me of Tyler Gaines when we see him. Yeah! Yeah, it was like the same type of character, but a totally different guy. Because I think Tyler retired. Really? Yeah. Um, Christian, How sure are you on that? Like 95%. Okay. Um, Christian Cobain and Crash Jackson, who are a tag team known as the Young Punks. I was very impressed by them. Yellow Dog, who yeah. was entertaining as hell. <laughs> Um, Yellow and Dog was fantastic. While we're on Yellow Dog, merch. He was selling shoe toys. Fucking brilliant. I wish he had had the... The... The Wiener Dog chew toy. That he brought out in his mouth. Yeah. yeah. Versus... Does that have to be the Christmas version? But I would have liked those. Okay. Versus Shefu, who you fucking love. I fucking love Shefu. Um, if you don't know who Shefu is... He's a British wrestler. He's friends with Chuck Mambo. He's a green belt. He's a green belt. And he wears a gi and does... His gi was clean as fuck considering... Yeah, how is he an indie wrestler and that gi was that spotless? Right? That was ridiculous. And it's not like it was stark white, like, oh, this is brand new and never gets worn. But I'm like, you know he sweats in that motherfucker and it was... And you know he wrestles in dank pits like... Ballet or ballroom all the time. Yeah, I was impressed. I was like, how the fuck is your gi so clean? Um, I mean, it wasn't pristine. It was, it was lived It in, was very shiny. But it was very clean. Yeah. Relatively um, speaking. And then, course. during intermission at the merch tables, he was like, Danny Rand iron fisting sitting on the table. Nice. And I was like, hell yeah. That's the I way to do I wish I'd it. seen that. Um, I did not go meet anyone during intermission, because I don't, I'm socially awkward. That and that crowd over at the gimmick tables was absurd. When I can't get around, like I waited a good fifteen minutes to buy a OBE shirt. Be, and it did was, you buy an OBE shirt? Yes, the blue one. Oh, okay. It's got um, Madman Fulton on it, but it's OBE, so I figured it counted. I didn't want to get another black shirt because we have a million black ones. That's did kind Shifu of not have? He did not. No. I saw no merch for him, or I would have gotten it for you. That's why. Because I knew we got Chuck Mambo, and yeah. I knew we got a second one, but I couldn't remember who it was. Um, it was and I didn't take pictures, because it was so fucking crowded. Like, I didn't want to hold up the line and shit. I did have a nice conversation with Stephen Wolf and JT Dunn, though. I took pictures with my brain. Yeah. Uh, did after JT Shay- Dunn have merch? He had 8x10s, didn't have shirts. But JT Dunn is definitely on my list next time there's a pro wrestling tea sale. Did Stephen Wolf have merch? He did, but it was black or white. Ugh. Yeah. Um, JT Energy, he was the guy in the pink trunks, bald guy, kind of flamboyant. Oh, poor man's, uh, Patrick Scott. 
Like, looks-wise. Yeah. Like, yeah. a gay Patrick Scott. Yes. Absolutely. Um, and then... Nevaeh, I mean, Patrick Scott might be gay. I don't know. But Patrick uh, Scott's is. character is not... Versus Nevaeh. Effeminate. Nevaeh germining everyone, and then not being able to pick up the tent was hysterical. She fucks some bitches up. Yeah. I, I love Nevaeh. I, I would like to see her more. Yeah. She needs to come to Charlotte, because she's awesome. So, you want to know... Non-wrestling related, but my favorite part of this match. Okay. One of the Chris brothers is a platinum blonde guy. Yes. That Are you talking about this match or are you talking about the main event? It might have been the main event. It's the main event. We'll get there. Oh, um, Stephen Wolf was really, really awesome. I was very impressed by him. We got a howl off versus Stephen Wolf and Yellow Dog. Yeah, Yellow Dog and Stephen Wolf kept going back and forth, which was great. Yellow Dog may, on somebody. may have uh, humped somebody. He 100% humped somebody. He may have pissed on somebody. He 100% pissed on somebody. Um, Nevaeh pulled his tail. Yeah. That's my type of wrestling. If you're going to do a dog gimmick to that degree, fucking do it up. Piss on people. Like, hump people. It was awesome. That's great. Um, Love the scramble. It, it was fantastic. It was a lot of fun. Really good stuff. And our winner and new open invite scramble champion, Man Scout. So here's what confused me, and maybe it's just because Man Scout's here more often, so he doesn't bring his merch. He had like five different shirts for sale, like all over the place. When I went talk to him to like say, "Hey man, congrats on the belt," just to see him. Maybe because he's solo up there versus down maybe. here, he's. He's when, sort of in revolt. Yeah. Yeah. Because when he was on his solo run, I feel like he had merch. That's true, but he didn't have, like, five different designs. He had, like, one. Mm-hmm. That was also years ago. True. But, yeah, the scramble was a lot of fun. Always a good time. All right. Anything else about the scramble? You know what I wanted to see? In this match, but didn't mm. tint pin somebody. Yeah. Like, give me a near fall with tint pinning. I get the feeling we might be about to have a man scout versus tent feud. Yeah, it was hinted about. at in the video. Yeah, so I think... Tent was talking shit. Yeah. So I think that's coming. Um, but I'm here for it. That's entertaining. Yeah, I loved it. I loved it. (laughs) And what better rival for a man scout... Than a tent. Than a tent. It's perfect. Excuse me. Um, Alright, next match was a two out of three tables match where we were supposed to be able to vote on which weapons were used. Caleb Conley versus Dirty Andy Dalton. Yes. Who I'd never seen before. This is the type of match that makes me go, why the fuck do people do this? <laughs> um, I don't know where you were supposed to vote. You are supposed to be able to vote on your phone. We couldn't, we couldn't find figure it. it out. Uh, maybe you could vote from home. I'm not sure. Like on the website. We something. were supposed to be able to do it there, but yeah, we but couldn't it, figure it out. It did not work. I don't know if anyone else has mentioned that, but it did not work. But we were like, fuck it. We're, we're going to stop trying. Cause yeah, and it was on a delay that. from the match. So I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to watch and let other people vote and enjoy the craziness. 
So the first weapon was a rubber chicken. Yes, it was. Which I believe was like a Fortnite reference because I think there's a rubber chicken in it. It could have just been a rubber powerful. chicken. That too. Then it escalated quickly to fucking light tubes. Yep. And what was the third one? Because I think three got introduced. What was the third one? Was it tax? Or did they just get tax? No, anyway? they just got tax. Oh, there were gummy bears. Yeah, that which also was. Always it. appreciate. What was the third one? I don't know. I'll look it up later. Was it a steel chair? I don't think so. That would be too basic for what the kind of stuff they were doing. Was it a kendo stick? I think that was just under the ring. There was a saute pan under the ring that got pulled out. Was it a trash can? I'm trying to think of all the different weapons we saw. Well, it's also hard because we had two hardcore matches. So I don't remember, other than the light tubes and the chicken, what were Caleb and Andy and what was... um, The other match? The other match. So, but for a death match, this was good. I enjoyed it. It was fun. I don't know why you would ever agree to do this shit, but if you want to, you can. I know Caleb was hurting after the show. I mean, how could you not? They were both cut the fuck up. Well, that's what happens when you take light tube shots. So, I don't know if this is still the case. I know the shit inside light tubes Uh used to be hella, like, poisonous. It's still not good for you. I don't know why people do it. Is it as bad as it used to be? I don't think so. Okay. Well, You're still not supposed to be breaking them inside. Yeah. And every But I mean, it used show. to be they were like, if I, you break a tube, you could die. Yeah. If, I think if you break it like right in your face, it can fuck up your lungs. But that's why it's always like a back shot. Yeah. So. Um, but yeah, this was good. Caleb got the win with a little assist from... Not Zane Riley, but someone else in a revolt shirt. Yeah, I don't know who that was. Yeah, we tried um, to figure it out and we couldn't. Yeah, it was not anyone we knew. I don't that think. we know of. Yeah, that we know of, but I don't know anyone that was that height and shape. <laughs> that's that's how I like to refer to people that height and that shape. <laughs> Because you know Doug's shape from like a mile away. Yeah, that's true. He looks like a tater tot with arms. Thanks. Do you not look like a tater tot with arms? You're not wrong. You're not wrong at all. (laughs) All Alright, so this, after this... (laughs) I love tater tots. You do. You're welcome. After this, I look like a lumpy potato. We had intermission because I had to clean up all the bullshit from the ring. Which always takes a while after a death match. Um, Man, I really want to know what the other weapon was. I think it was a kendo stick. You know what I would do if I were a wrestling promoter? What? Buy a shop back. Yeah. I feel like that would be a lot quicker to clean up the ring. Yeah. Than, like, the brooms that possibly fling everything into the ground. That and some dust busters. Yeah. Or just get a Roomba and set it there during intermission. Shop backs and dustbusters. Um, Alright, so... God damn it! What was the third fucking weapon? I don't know, but now I kind of wish it was a shop back or a dustbuster. Next time. Man, if I were in a match like that and a dustbuster or a shop back got out, you know what I would use it as? What? I would go after their nipples. Yeah. 
I was I was gonna go low blow on it because deathmatch has Dick? no rules. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so we had intermission. At this point, we got some drinks and yeah, but there are trunks in the way or tights, depending on who you're, or jeans. Yeah, depending on who you're doing it to. Also, Dirty Andy, jeans, and was he wearing a wife beater or a t-shirt? I think it was a t-shirt, but I don't remember. But had layers. Yeah. Caleb. Comes out in plain old revolt gear. Comes out with nothing on his on his upper parts. And I'm like, why would you? Why? Think things through, why, Caleb. I would, why would you not wear? Because you know motherfuckers are going to bring out thumbtacks and mm-hmm. gummy and bears. Goddamn light tubes. Light tubes. I kept expecting Legos. We didn't get Legos. But I wouldn't want gummy bears either because you're all sweaty and they're going to yeah. stick to you. Yeah. I would have worn a shirt. Yeah. One would think. One of those wicking material <laughs> long <laughs> sleeves. I would Fair cover enough. as much skin as possible. Makes sense. That's what most people do in a death match or yeah. war games. Anytime you're in like a death match or a cage match or... Yeah, you wear as much clothing as possible. Exactly. When it gets torn up, you use it as a weapon. Yeah. Um, Alright, so here's where we had intermission and got drinks and got different uh, merch and whatnot. Uh, Ethan Page called me a legend for going down the stairs by myself. So, thanks Ethan Page. Appreciate that. Uh, Yeah. So we come back from intermission and this was the one regrettable part of the show. And really, it turned out being okay, because the match was fun. But we were a thousand miles away from home, and still had to see (laughs) someone we don't like to watch. True. And what's hysterical is he did all the same bullshit he does here, except he was a heel there instead of a face. What was so funny, he came out, and Doug and I immediately... Was like giving him shit, giving him the finger. Yeah. All, you know, the Skyler sucks, all of it. And all the Midwestern guys were like, eh, Skyler's okay. I'm like, no. Either that or they were like, we don't know who the fuck this is. The guy next to me, without question, was like, I don't know who this is, but still gave him double fingers. Yeah. And I was like. I like that guy. I could have been friends with that guy. <laughs> I was like, I would befriend you if I weren't leaving in two days. Yeah. <laughs> Like, he saw us. He's like, y'all know him? Yes. And we hate him. All right. Boom. Cool. And he was <laughs> on board with us. And I was like. And it's yes. funny because Skyler wasn't obviously heel yet at that point. We were just booing the shit out of him. and Because it's what we do. Did the, uh, you know, you know, Skyler sucks to his song and he all that. He sucks at wrestling. Um, so we had Skyler versus Mance Warner, who is from the South. So I don't know why we never see him. Maybe he's a dick. Versus Eric Cannon. Versus one called Manders. Let's talk about Manders for a second. Assless yellow and black chaps. He doesn't wrestle in them. But that's a choice of entrance gear. (laughs) I liked them. I get the yellow and black because Iowa Hawkeyes. Like, that made sense to me. I liked the chaps. But, and he came out to Bon Jovi, didn't he? I don't remember. I think he did. But this was for the Iowa championship and if you're not wearing chaps in your everyday life are you living eh, maybe um so 
Mance Warner and Eric Cannon were really, really good. I enjoyed them thoroughly. Manders was all right. He he kind of made me think, okay, he's the local boy that everybody gets behind. Like, he wasn't the best in the ring, but he wasn't bad. This match, not that any of these guys were, like, god-awful, but this match was kind of forgettable for me. Given the rest of the card, I agree. Yeah. But... It wasn't that this was a bad match. Just... Yeah. In comparison to everything else. And I know it would be different if we were from there. Yeah. But I didn't have any connection to anyone. Other than Other than Skylar. someone I hate. So. But yeah, I would like to see Mance Warner at PWX. He could do some fun stuff there. He was like bearded stone cold. We had a bandana and some ashless chaps in that match though. Yeah. Um, and so. It was full of fashion choices. I forgot to mention before the match though. They all started like saying... Oh, well, we're in Iowa. We're here for the Iowa Championship. you got to have a beer. All right, cool. Like, it, Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's a redneck thing. And then Skylar gets the White Claw. Because he's a basic bitch. And Skylar gets all salty about it and then goes, you know, I know people don't like me. And we're like, you're, you're right. right. Um, but there is one person that likes me. And he takes off whatever he was wearing. Oh, God. that was. And he's wearing a goddamn Jim Cornette shirt. I wanted to punch him in the dick so now, hard. I'm very proud of Revolver's crowd. They immediately jumped on his jock. Immediately a fuck cornet chant. Like, beautiful. And it went on for a while. Yep. And what I love, too, is we were sitting next to a kid, and when the chants like that happened, there was like a we're sick fucks, and you sick fuck, and there was all sorts of fun shit. Yep. Um... The guy just went with it. Like, he didn't care his kid was hearing it. Yep. I appreciate that. I really, really do. All right. Uh, anything else from this? Manders won. Kept, kept his Iowa belt. That's all I really remember. He didn't use his cowbell. Which oh, yeah. If you're going to bring a cowbell, you should use it. I mean, I was kind of glad he didn't because I hate that sound. Mm, fair. But. But, yeah. Skyler ate the pin. I'm pretty <laughs> sure. So. I was cool with that. I gotta admit, though, heel Skyler was refreshing. No, no Skyler is refreshing. <laughs> I kind of like. You know what Skyler I want in my life? No Skyler. No Skyler. I kind of liked when he got the steel chair and acted like he was going to hit the guy with it and then just sat down and did a headlock. I that like not seeing him. I know. All right. No Skyler is a good Skyler. So, yeah. There was that match. But definitely the most forgettable on the card, I would think. Yeah, I, I don't think you're wrong about that. And it's not any fault of the guys. It was the post-intermission match. It was the probably the least stakes of any match. It yeah. wasn't very long. Um, so Next up, we have a triple threat for the Revolver Tag Championship. The North remembers. Remembers Ethan Page and Jason Alexander. <laughs> you think they call themselves the Remembers of North? <laughs> no, Doc. Um, no, I don't. <laughs> versus Rich Swan and Jason Cade, which apparently they weren't supposed to be the good guys, but everybody cheered so much they were good guys. So that was awesome. Yep. And then besties in the world, of course. <sighs> I wanna stand with you. <laughs> Any match ever that has a dance-off 
I'm here for it. <laughs> Cat, cats reenacting the besties in the world entrance. I mean, they taught it to us. You should do it. That's true. But I love a good dance off. It's fantastic when it happens. And it, it's just fun to see, like, all right, is the heel going to be a dick and just hit people? Or are or they, they actually going to dance? dance? And you never really know. So, uh, the North... Always is, dance. The North ended up being the heels in this. Yep. They broke up the dance party. Um, this was a really strong match. I don't remember a ton of details, but I think it's because everyone was so fucking good. Oh, this match was fantastic. I loved it. Um, it was just, this your match of the night? Uh... No, nah, I still think the JT Dunn Killer Cross is my match of the night, but the next one is probably my second place. This was probably my third place. Alright. Um, and fourth would be the main event. So. I loved this match. Yeah, th- it was fantastic. I love tag team wrestling, and I love seeing Cade not in the syndicate. I want to um, see this match without the North in it. Yeah. Again. Not that the North was bad. Yeah, they just... But I have... You could have a lot more fun with Swan and Kate and Besties in the World. The yeah, Swan kinda... and Kate and Besties in the World are all people I enjoy watching. Yeah. And want to see again and again and again. I wouldn't... God damn, I miss the Besties. Yeah, we we need them back more, please. His braid point? Davy Vegas? Yes! Yeah. His braid is so goddamn good! Yeah, and Fitchett is severely underrated. Like, he's really good in ring. Too. I want to date Fitchett and Davy Vega. Alright, fair. Um, I bet they would just, like, play with my hair and... Braid it. <laughs> pet me to sleep while singing Love Savage Ballads. Garden. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this match was absolutely fantastic. Do you um, think they would both date me? I don't know. You'll have to ask them next time we see them. I want to have a peanut butter jelly sandwich picnic date with them, like, under the trees. I'd allow it. I didn't obviously. ask for your fucking permission. <laughs> I, I don't need it. <laughs> um, I need their permission. Their consent is okay. all that matters. <laughs> fair, fair. Um, the North ends up getting the win. And, yeah. They did some heel bullshit. I don't remember what they did exactly. So, apparently, they changed their gimmick not too long ago. And they they haven't realized their characters yet. The North? Yeah. Oh, uh, who told you all that? I picked it up from the crowd. Oh, okay. But they apparently... They haven't been a team very long. Maybe. I know that. But yeah, people were like, your gimmick is... Essentially. (laughs) Your gimmick is sort of a Game of Thrones reference? (laughs) Um, I mean, I kind of got the gimmick of the guy that wasn't Ethan Page. Um, Because anyone that wears a headgear is automatically the technical wrestler. Like... It just goes with it. But Who boxed his ears? Was it Jason? Probably. Um, but yeah. I feel like even with headgear, though. I will admit, this is the most entertained I've ever been by Ethan Page. He, I used to hear his name a lot and be like, I just, I don't see it. But I think he's better live than he is on playback. So Maybe. Alright. Is it his character work or is it in ring work that. I think it's his ring work because his character work's always on point. 
it was his ring work that was getting me before. Because we saw him at Evolve, and, like, I couldn't remember anything about him. Like, I know who he is and what he looks like. I think but. part of it is because their characters aren't fully Fleshed flushed out. out. It's just kind of like, guys. <laughs> guys who are slightly dickish. Um, also yeah. known as guys. All right, fair. All right. They need to over-re-up. So the North is your Revolver Tag Champions. And Revolver has an event in August in Ohio called the Catalina Effin Wrestling Mixer. And then they come back to... I wonder if they have a bunch of wine at that. Because if they don't, they better. bullshit. And they come back to Des Moines in October for Tales from the Ring 3. So. Alright. Next match. Which, honestly, I felt like this should have been the main event. But I understand why it wasn't. Larry D versus Ace Romero. I had seen Ace Romero on, like, WrestleCon and stuff. I had never seen Larry D before in my life. This match was fucking impressive. I'm trying to remember. You're going to have to tell me what they look like. Cause I'm the giant to... dudes killing each other. That broke the back. Oh! One guy is like... Samoan-ish. Yeah. One guy is almost 400 pounds. He's from Chicago area. And he's kind of Samoan looking. And then the other guy... Trying to think how to describe him. He kind of makes me think like... Parallel Universe James Drake. But I'm a little offended by that. Why? Because I don't feel like that's an accurate... Okay, well, how would you describe him? I was just thinking body type, but... Um... Honestly, he reminds me of a character from Ren and Stimpy. Okay. Who was just, like, super hulky, like... Okay. I can't think of a good descriptor for him, but look up Larry D and you'll see what we're getting at. He's kind of like white trash, good old boy, linebacker. Yeah, linebacker is a good way to describe it. He's like right on that line between linebacker and defensive lineman. Yeah. Like he's not... Huge, but he's not little. Yeah. Um, but this match was surprisingly my second favorite of the night. It was absolutely insane. And given the two guys' sizes, I was like, all right, this will either be quick or slow. And neither of those was the fucking case. Nope. They beat the shit out of each other for at least 20 minutes. Yep. Uh, they broke a steel barricade. They, they broke were, two steel barricades. Yeah, they were masters of the fucking false finish. Yeah, they on were. On both sides. Because the first barricade they broke, no. They broke the one on the opposite side, like, completely, like, destroyed did it. Did they break the one on our I side, or did they do that with Caleb? Broken. They Someone bent the one on our side. Did I they? think Caleb bent the one on our side. Okay. And they broke the other one. That's like, what it was. It was whole, and then it was in half. And then it was pieces. Um, 
Like, full knocked bars out of it. Yeah. It is just impressive to see two guys, one, go this hard, no matter what size they are. And then, two, go for that long and that athletically, given their size. Yeah. This was just fucking impressive. One of my favorite big man versus big man matches I've ever seen. Yeah, and you're not a huge big man versus big man kind of guy. Usually big man versus big man, I'm like, ugh, why? Unless it's like Drake and Cobb, who I know just have a great match with everybody. True. Um, When I get big man versus big man, I'm like, man, I'm... It's just not your style. Not excited for this. But these guys killed it. They nailed everything. It looked awesome. It was athletic as hell. Uh, it it was great. If you are, if you don't have time to watch this full show, I would definitely watch this match. So, valid. Uh, you got anything else about AC and Larry D? The chant game was strong during this match. Oh God, it was nonstop back yeah, and forth. It was. And um, Larry, after that match, deserves the fucking in his title. You know, Larry, Larry, Larry fucking D. Yeah. Um, certain people from around here do not. They do not need that in their title. Someone you fucking hate that you screamed fuck you at. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I guess they do do that for him. Yeah, and I don't understand why. He does not deserve it. He does it. not deserve it. Larry D, though, has proven himself and deserves it. Yep. Um... Trying to think of anything else. Yeah, it, it was just really like masterful work all the way around. Like the ref, the two guys, it really, really good. Not my favorite match because I wasn't as attached to these guys as I am JT Dunn. Yeah. Um, but great, great match. Second favorite of the night for me. Second match? Yeah. Really? Yeah. All right. Yeah, I'm as surprised as you are, given what the main event was, but this was my second favorite. And then afterwards, um, Killer Cross and JT Dunn kind of jumped Larry D. Oh yeah, they did. Um, and talked a bunch of shit. So, well, so that set up the main event for Tales from the Ring, which will be Larry D versus Killer Cross versus Madman Fulton. So, alright, main event, and this is what I imagine most people were there for, but, you know, I thought the rest of the show was amazing. Main event was OVE, which is Sammy Callahan. Yes. Jake Crist. Yes. Dave Crist. Yes. My fingers are full of glitter from this thing. Why? Yeah, apparently I had glitter on it. I don't know why. It's now all over me, look. Well, there wasn't glitter on it, so... There was something that's coming off on me. Silver paint. It's not glitter. Alright, well, I'm not putting that in my hair. Put it in your fucking hair. No. Put it in your hair. No. Put it in your hair. Alright. Sammy Callahan, Dave Crist, Jake Crist, and Madman Fulton, who was known as Sawyer Fulton in uh, NXT, and you last saw him with Sanity before they kicked him out. And then they were versus Rhino, recently released. Tommy Dreamer. Your lady boner, Eddie Edwards. He is my lady boner. I would fuck him so hard with permission. Yeah. And the zombie princess, Jimmy Jacobs, which is just a fantastic gimmick. 
that, I, that match was so if good. If I could have yeah. gotten to him, I w- might have bought a zombie princess shirt. Just because. But it was so crowded over there. Eddie Edwards is so talented and attractive. And isn't and he the one with the claw Alzheimer's? Yes. Yeah, so you just... I want to fuck him so hard with yeah. his consent. I think we talked about this before, but yes, like... There's a lot of wrestlers that I'm like, man, they're attractive. He is an objectively attractive person. Well, I was trying to show... He's gorgeous. Oh, when I was at Turbo, I was trying to show somebody that who Eddie Edwards was because they didn't know. He's gorgeous. And they were like, huh, all right. He's gorgeous. He's He's talented. He's got some Irish in him. Ah! I love him with so, a kendo stick. so much. You do. So much. You absolutely do. Full lady boner. Yeah. It, it, immediate, as they would say, an archer sploosh. Um, Alright, so this Who was... Who needs blue chew when you have Eddie Edwards? <laughs> Can we get Eddie Edwards to sponsor our podcast as a sexual aid? <laughs> I wish. <laughs> oh, he's so fantastic. His voices, I want to have sex with his voice, his style, his in-ring work, him, all of it. He is very impressive. All of it's admit. good. He's really good. Uh, there is not any part of him I don't enjoy. Um, and He's got an amazing donk. Yeah. Like that baseball player ass. Yeah. Where it's like wide I but meaty. pointed that out to my friend I took to Turbo. Um she noticed. She was like, "Man, wrestlers have good butts." I'm like, "Yep, yeah, they do." So, all right. Uh, God, I just he's so other than Eddie Edwards making sexy. you making you feel things, all, um, all the things, making you feel all the things. What'd you think of this? I mean, other than my desire to just like rail Eddie Edwards, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which is so distracting during a wrestling match. Yeah, I'm I'm not sure you saw the rest of this match. I did. But my number one thinking during this entire match was, God damn, I just want to fuck that guy. Which is what I think every Every time time I see him. I think you had bruises from where I was like excited. You were smacking me. I was like, ow, (laughs) god damn. I love that Um, effort so much. I feel like this was exactly what it needed to be. So, I did actually have a... A, this went outside the ring and was all over the place. Yeah, it was one of those matches like, this sounds awesome. Yeah. What I was going to say earlier, one of the Chris brothers has platinum blonde hair. Mm-hmm. I think it's Jake. My favorite part, unrelated to the actual wrestling and people in this match, is the little boy next to you mm-hmm. also had platinum blonde hair and like... Whisper yelled to his dad, He looks like me! Yeah. And it was the cutest, sweetest moment. So at one point, when Chris was dead on the ground in front of us, I like leaned down and was like, Just thought you should know, this little kid is super excited that you look like him. And it's super sweet, and I thought you might want to (laughs) know. I don't know if you heard me. Didn't really know. Speaking of the little kid. Yeah. We had entire portions of the crowd, not just our section, but the section across from us. Yeah. 
pointing for them to throw him a shirt. Yeah, they they threw a lot of merch, which I really appreciated because yeah. I hate when you go places and they're like, "Oh, we're gonna throw like two two things." Yeah, they threw merch probably four or five times. Yeah, and like three or four things at a time. I'm like, you know, that makes me want to buy your shit. Yeah, if they had had anything that wasn't black or bright orange, I would have bought it. Because I don't wear orange. Yeah. Despite the fact that I love Halloween. Yeah. We'll have to, next Pro Wrestling Tees sale, we'll have to look and see if they have anything on there. Toasty! Yeah, I don't know why your house is so fucking hot right now. Because it's hot as fuck outside. Yeah. Alright. Um, th- I mean, this had the staple to the dick spot that Dreamer does. and Whew. Dick uh, staples. Had, no one wants to Had the craziness from OVE, as you would expect. I liked the callback to Sammy and Eddie Edwards, because they had that huge feud when Eddie accident or Sammy accidentally injured Eddie. Um, it's just spot on. But this these matches, as much as I love them, are always hard for me, because I can't stand up to see anything. I mean, you could stand up. You're just fucking lazy. <laughs> Yeah, okay. Um, so I missed a lot of it. And then it's one of those times there were so many things to watch, it was hard to pick. Yeah. So if you just wanted to see, like, Rhino spear somebody, great match. I appreciated that it wasn't super Rhino heavy. Like, he had his spots, yeah. and Dreamer had his spots. Yep. Well, and that's the way to use the legends. That's yeah. what I like lately. I've seen with the guys like Dreamer and Rhino. You bring them in, you hit their spots, and you let them leave. That's it. You don't need a fully worked match. Same thing with Billy Gunn. Yep. Same thing with James Storm. You let them come in, you let them hit their spots, throw a couple catchphrases to the crowd, have a nice night. Yeah. That That's the proper use of an old man wrestler. Um. Because they didn't look like old men wrestlers. Right. Because if they're only doing that, they don't look old. Yep. So, it very great use of them. I would have liked Eddie Edwards and Jimmy Jacobs in a solo something, just so I could focus more on them. You know well, what I... I know Eddie Edwards well. I don't know Jimmy Jacobs You lot. know what I would fucking throw all my money at? Eddie Edwards in bed. Well, yes. Eddie Edwards in a strip club. Also... Yes, but not what I was going to say. <laughs> Eddie Edwards in general. Yes, but also not what I was going <laughs> to say. I don't know. Eddie Edwards in an intergender match, specifically against Candace fucking LeRae. Oh, God, you would explode. I would lose my goddamn mind. Happened. We'll have to look that up later. Oh. If they've ever wrestled. Oh. Yeah, that would be awesome. I don't see Eddie going to WWE, though. Uh, yeah. Um, throw all my money at that. So, that was the show. Really, Eddie Edwards in any intergender match? Yeah, fair enough. God damn, I love him so much. So, yeah, that was Wrestling Revolver, Afraid of the Dark, and it was fucking awesome. Like, 9.5 out of 10, probably. <laughs> Eddie Edwards, 10 out of 10. Yeah, but, I mean, Skyler, so you got to take a half point off. If Skyler hadn't been there, 10 out of 10. <laughs> like, let's be yeah. real. No it Skyler, was, <laughs> 10 out of 10 show. It was funny. People we knew who we saw 
workers wise were like god damn dude you come a thousand fucking miles and you still can't get away from him and we're like we know yeah it we, sucked. we're aware <laughs> it sucked we were not happy when we were texted this information <laughs> god damn it <laughs> yeah um but still a stellar fucking show happy birthday doug thanks the crowd was awesome the venue was cool other than the stairs um really really strong show i would love to go back at some point but i'm not going to count on it because you never know where things are going to go eddie edwards for husband eddie edwards for husband I mean, um, I know he has a wife already, but... Jimmy Jacobs for president, because zombie princess president would be better than what we have now. Yeah, but I've got a president who I want, and it's a small child. Girls do fart. Oh, yeah, yeah. She should run for president. She 100% um, should be the president. Anyway, so any final thoughts on Revolver? No? Eddie Eddie Edwards. So, now that we've gotten to Eddie Edwards, it's literally all I'm going to hear about the rest of the night, just so y'all know. We're going to be and watching Mexican Stranger TV. Things, and she's going to be like, God damn, Eddie Edwards. He's so fucking wonderful. He's sexy as hell. He's intelligent. He's got great in-ring work. He's got that apple butt I just want to gnaw on. Ugh! He's got, a, he's got a great smile. He's got good teeth. That's like the... One of the biggest ways for me to to you know, dislike you know how I know you really like him. You liked him even when he was clean shaven. I do. I yeah. like all versions of Eddie Edwards. Yeah. Oh man. You know what would be super super disappointing? What if at some point anything negative about Eddie Edwards came out? Oh, don't don't put that out there. <laughs> I don't think it will. But that would be heartbreaking for me. Yeah, that would be brutal. He's one of my favorite people. Yeah. And y'all gotta understand, Kat has no... Like, she's in charge of going to ask people to be on the show because I'm bad at it and get nervous. Kat gives no fuck. She's like, hey, you want to be on our podcast? It's okay to say no. And if they say no, we walk away and find someone else. Yeah. Um, But that I won't do that shit. Like, I'm socially awkward about that shit. She won't talk to Eddie Edwards. Because he makes me nervous. It's like meeting a god in real life. I can't do it. That's the one wrestler I've ever seen you be like, I can't talk to him. (laughs) Um, I'm so... So part of it is I'm so petrified. I'm gonna say, God damn, I want to fuck you so hard. Yeah. And he's gonna back away slowly. He is married, but... (laughs) I don't want to ruin it. If I don't talk to him... I can pretend like he's attracted to me. Yeah. <laughs> if I talk to him, I will scare him off. Fair enough. I love him so much. He is awesome. Right. <laughs> like, I would never stalk him. But goddamn, he's sexy as fuck. Okay. Fair. Alright, so I'm not going to spend a lot of time on this because Kat didn't go with me. And I'm not going to, like, break it down. Break but it down now. But if you are living in our area... You should break it down. It deserves it. One, I didn't get notes on it. <gasps> you know you I've... You punk-ass bitch! You know I've stopped taking notes. Because then I don't watch the matches. I'm just fucking with you. I got tired of watching DVDs and seeing me looking at my phone. So. God, how fucking egotistical are you that you watch a wrestling DVD and you're like, What am I doing? 
Well, when we're right there, <laughs> it was easy to see us. Egotistical. Um. Anyway, the so, only person who can do that is Eddie Edwards. God damn. All right. So last Friday, Eddie Edwards could take me to the upside down. <laughs> Show title. Done. Um, Alright, so if you live in our area, whether it's Charlotte or Columbia or Georgia or wherever, and you are not coming to Pro Wrestling Turbo, and you enjoy indie wrestling, you are doing it wrong. Just saying. Because it's 15 bucks for front row, and it's fucking awesome. Josh Powers and TK Stark are killing it. And it's fantastic. Um, you had Brash, Cutshaw, Patrick Scott, Tracer, Josh Powers, TK Stark, and all sorts of other guys. Donnie Ray, Patrick Scott's uh, tag team partner, was there. Fantastic fucking show. Who's the guy with the cardigan? Chance Riser. He was not there this time. I would like to see him back, though. Love him. So, um, you know what I love? What? I take notes on my phone. Yeah. Of when shit happens in my life. Yeah. That I want to remember because yeah. I know for You'll a fact forget. I'll forget. Yep. I mean, it's part of having ADD. Like, I have memory issues. Mm-hmm. And so, I was writing the, the episode title in my phone so I wouldn't forget. And then I see this. Unprompted while brushing his teeth. Do you think Cassidy's a Hufflepuff? Doug. After watching Preacher. (laughs) (laughs) Well, okay, I have to find Hufflepuffs I like. Because you're a Hufflepuff? Because apparently I am one. You are? Wait, apparently nothing, Doug. You are a Hufflepuff. Uh, I do love that Hufflepuff song I found on Spotify. I know you do. Um, Anyway. Because you're a Hufflepuff. Back to Turbo. Uh, there needs to be more, more turbos, but I understand they can only run when someone's sponsoring. The next turbo will be at Brewery 85, um, October 19th, I believe. So, get out there, it'll be fall, so it'll be nice and cool, you can have some beer, it'll be awesome, and you'll see some really, really good wrestling, and I'm hoping we'll get Beer Pong Deathmatch 3. Because at this one, we had back-to-school deathmatch, and they beat people up with, like, pencils and alphabet decorations and shit like that. And it was amazing. Would you like to hear three other Doug quotes I have saved? Oh, God. How bad are they? Um, they're pretty bad, but they're great. Go ahead. I've said worse shit on this show. I'm oh, sure. yeah. You definitely said worse shit. Uh, the first one. Nipples are the best, because it's all the joys of boobies with a little extra texture to throw off the senses. (laughs) (laughs) Bullshit! Tits are made for children, motherfucker! (laughs) We were talking about tits being inappropriate at the time. Oh, And, like, why they don't show boobs on TV. The nipples one was just... <laughs> just out of nowhere. Just unprovoked one night while we were laying in bed. And then this one is probably my favorite. It was terrifying. I saw a goat. The goat was just on a hill for no reason. Free-roaming goats are terrifying. 
That's when I was driving to the Rumble party. Oh, okay. Glad you were. And I called you because I was the GPS took me a weird ass way. Because free roaming goats and are terrible. There was a hill and there was a fucking goat and I'm like, he's not chained up. What the fuck? <laughs> what are you doing here, goat? Himself. There's no owner, no barn, no sty, like nothing. Just a fucking goat on a hill. It's like, what the hell is going on here? All right, the the goat one's pretty funny. I'll give you that. And the nipple ones are also funny, but definitely revealing my obsession with booby boobies and nipples. <laughs> like that you're a grown-ass man who unironically says so, boobies. <laughs> Alright. You're just like <laughs> boobies. On that note, <sighs> we should probably wrap this shit up. You you might have been drunk for the nipple one. You were not drunk for the other one, though. Oh, yeah. No. No. Uh, I'm way funnier when we're not recording. Well, that's why I try to Try to write down what you say. Yeah. And one day when we have kids, they're going to want stories. They're going to be like, hey, I'm going to embarrass your dad right now. <laughs> Who needs to show baby pictures of your ass? I can just say funny quotes from when you were in your 20s. Yeah, fair enough. All right, on that note, we're going to wrap this one up. And I know it's a little weird. We did an episode and like, did, oh, we forgot the best guest spot at Revolver. The PWX Hebron Hall table. Right! Motherfucker <laughs> just popped up out of nowhere. We were like, oh shit, we popped. We did. Um, no one pictures. else understood what we were doing. I only took two, pic- three pictures, and one of them was of the PWX table. I think I might have taken a picture of the table. And, and that was the only picture I took. I don't want to be that person watching the show through their camera. Yeah. Um, and I'm not good enough with the cell phone like settings and shit to get good Pictures, Here's the so thing. I'm not going to do that. I'm either not going to remember it, yeah. or a picture's not going to help me remember it. Fair enough. So, all right. So we're going to wrap this up, though. Uh, we are at Sad Podcast on Twitter, Instagram. We never use it. I googled us the other day. Yeah, we're on fucking shit. I've never even heard of. Yeah, we're on a ton of like podcast conglomerate things. It was insane. Um, Instagram, Twitter. Sorry if you want us on YouTube. That's not going to happen. Stitcher, iTunes, Podbean, wherever the fuck you get podcasts. We're on all of them. We're on Google Play. We're we're everywhere. Um, Yeah, and if you Google us, you get like every podcast gatherer on the planet. We're in there. And they're literally all us. Yeah. I'm trying to think what else. We got anything else going on? I don't think so. Our nephew started kindergarten today. Our nephew started kindergarten, but I meant like social media or plans or anything. I don't really think so. We are going to miss PWX this month, but we'll watch from home and record a show about it at some point. But be patient because the school year is about to start. So it may not. And it's my senior year! It may not be immediate after the show, but it'll happen before September's show. Oh. That is something worth mentioning. September is too close for comfort three. Very excited. So, have you seen Almost Famous? Yes, of course. Okay, so you know that scene where they're at the house party? And he's on the roof? Yeah. I'm on drugs! Yeah. That's how I feel about my senior year. I just want to keep screaming, It's my senior year! In the style of, and I'm on drugs. All right. 
Um, you can follow me at Osnogard, O-Z-N-O-G-R-D, uh, but I pretty much tweet from sad. And, I don't want to interact with you bitches. And Kat doesn't want to interact with anyone that we don't already know. That isn't Eddie Edwards. <laughs> Sarah Shockey. Yeah, and Candace Lorray. Oh, I did mark out a little bit because I got a happy birthday tweet from Sarah Shockey, so thank you, Sarah. She's delightful. She really is. I really, like... She's really good at Twitter. If Yes. If we ever end up in Chicago, I would like to, like, reach out and be like, hey, can we meet at the comic book store or something? I found out about this new artist. This is in no way related to wrestling. <laughs> I found out about this new artist today because of Kim, wrestling okay. Kim. Yeah. Um, his name is Stuart Simple, S-T-U-A-R-T, and then S-E-M-P-L-E. He is a level of petty that I aspire to be. Okay. It's so good. Just Google Stuart Simple and spell it the way I just spelled it. Yeah. You'll find the entire saga pretty easily. It's it's kind of everywhere. Um, it's just a great a great thing to read about and to enjoy. And you're welcome. All right. There we go. Uh, Yeah, so shalom, motherfuckers. I got nothing.